Thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Jason Coleman, and you are listening to Things That Make You Go Hmm Book Review Podcast. And welcome to another episode of Things That Make You Go Hmm Book Review Podcast. I am your one-man book club, Jason Coleman. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode. It's always so nice to have you guys. Today we're going to be talking about the book Small Habits Revolution, 10 Steps to Transforming Your Life Through the Power of Mini Habits by Damon Zaharides. Uh, I have to admit that I'm a bit of a Damon Zaharides fanboy. I don't, I don't even really know how I came across them, to be honest with you. Um, I've always kind of been interested in this whole idea of productivity and how to be a... Just ways of, of improving your life through trying to manage your time a little bit more effectively. And I guess one day Amazon recommended this guy to me. I'm not even sure if he's a, a published author or not. He's written dozens of books, though. Um and I just started reading him, and I, I don't know, he, he spoke to my soul a bit, so I, I don't know if Damon, if you're if you're ever going to get a chance to listen to this or not, but um, I just wanted to thank you for, for really being able to communicate in a language that I understand. Um, he, Damon, like, at the very beginning of the book, uh, Zahardis talks about how, I mean, if you want to listen to another one of my podcasts, you can go back and listen to The Art of Saying No, which I think was was one of his best books, so... So Hardy's was saying that in this particular book, and this is something I've been really interested in, is how do you create new habits? Especially for somebody like myself. I mean, I'm I'm in my 40s. I'm I don't have a whole I don't have a lot of desire at this point in my life to make like big groundbreaking revolutionary changes. I mean, there there are small things that well, I don't know. It depends what you consider small. There's some things about my life that I'm not completely happy with. I'd like to be exercising more. I'd like to spend more time with my wife. I'd like to spend more time reading, you know, things that I think are definitely doable in my life. And I just feel as if most of the stuff out there, and Zahardis talks about this too, that most of the books that are out there talk mostly about cheerleading. Like, you know, how can I make, how can I really rev you up? Like, okay, come on, you can do it. You know, find your inner, I, I don't know, warrior, I suppose. It, you know, I'm sure you've sat through many, many self-help se- seminars. And I mean, I guess they can be, I, I think, I don't want to say that they're, they don't have any value because I, <laughs> sometimes they're kind of nice. Like if you're just kind of feeling in a rut and Maybe to kind of help you get started with a few things, it's nice to to get some of this uh, cheerleading stuff going on. But what I really like about Zahardis is he explains things in like very small, practical ways that you can apply right away. So one of the things that he says uh, that we have to understand is that we have a ha- <laughs> we have a habit. Speaking of habits. Uh, within the human brain where we like to create these incredibly difficult um, scenarios for ourselves and then we get depressed when we can't we can't follow through with them like I don't know somebody will say something like okay well I want to lose a hundred pounds and then a few days goes by and they don't see any dramatic weight loss and they're like oh well I guess this ain't working for me 
Or somebody says, well, I want to make more money. So they, I don't know, they try to um, start a, a web page or a, a YouTube and they, they don't get monetized or a, a podcast and nobody really notices them and they think, okay, well, you know, I guess this just isn't working. And, and I think what Zahardis is trying to say, and this is very similar to the book I read, and I, I believe I have a podcast about it called Kaizen, which is the, the Japanese um, method of small improvements over a great period of time will turn into those great improvements that you're looking for. So I think the big thing here is to just really get back to this whole idea of expectations. What what is it that you realistically, at least in the short term, want to do? And if most people say, oh, well, um, I, I don't know. I'll go back to weight loss for a second. I, I want to lose 20 pounds. Well, I, I think what people mean to say, I, I think Zahardis would agree with me, is that what, what you want to say is you want to create a healthier lifestyle for yourself. Once you've been able to do that, you'll probably be 20 pounds lighter, but you got to be somewhat more realistic and concrete with what your goals are and that's definitely what the book um, I think is is trying to do is trying to help you to achieve your end goals not necessarily by focusing on what the end goal is but rather focusing on what the process is in order to get you to that part and one of the big things and I think he talks about this a lot in the art of saying no is we have to be invested in ourselves. There are very often responsibilities whether they're necessary or not that people believe that they have. They have to take their kids to soccer practice, attend a PTA meeting, go to their cousin-in-law's wedding. <laughs> Um, attend a family reunion and you just get pulled in so many different directions that you begin to sabotage yourself in the name of serving other people a lot of times and really you wind up I, I think that in a lot of ways you probably never really make anybody happy in that process and so what the author is saying is we first need to invest in ourselves and understanding who we are as people what we like and what we dislike because that'll help a lot with with creating habits like one of for example one of the things i i had earlier ambitions in my life that i wanted to get really good at brazilian jiu-jitsu and i've been doing brazilian jiu-jitsu for almost 15 years now i'm okay i'm nothing special honestly i mean new guys come in and take me apart all the time but what i will say is that when I was trying to be a bit more competitive with it, I noticed that it was it was a struggle for me to go on a regular basis and train. It was a struggle for me to sign up for tournaments. It was a struggle for me to deal with the injuries. I I just I felt like I wanted the goal, but I didn't really love the process. And so I had to kind of reevaluate things a little bit in my life and I said, you know what? this isn't really something that I want to do. I like the idea of it. There are moments I think I enjoy myself, but I don't want to do it at this level. It's just taking too much of a toll on my body, and I don't feel as if there's a great deal of motivation for me to to want to continue. Now, the author is very clear that we have to be careful of the term motivation because when it comes to motivation... 
it's motivation is something that is very ephemeral. Sometimes it's there, sometimes it's not. If you're if you rely on it, then more often than not, you're going to be disappointed. Um, I can remember, I forget who it was. Uh, I think it was a screen, some famous screenwriter who had written dozens of movies. And he said, he said, if I only wrote when I felt motivated, I'd probably still be trying to finish my first screenplay. So I agree that the antidote, according to Zaharides, is to just create small habits. If you create a couple small habits and you stick to them, at some point, you are not real. It's going to become an automatic system in your brain. And the example that he uses is brushing your teeth, because I think brushing your teeth is a really great example. I brush my teeth twice a day religiously. I don't particularly like brushing my teeth. <laughs> Some I like what my trader said. I don't particularly trading. Trading is like brushing your teeth. You know, I don't always want to do it. But sometimes I'm better at it than other days. But I understand that it's a necessity. So I don't even really think about brushing my teeth anymore. It's just something that I do instinctually. And so the author talks about this. And he says that whenever you're creating a habit, there's going to be three pieces to the habit. There's, uh, well, he calls it a loop. So meaning that you're going to use these repeated behaviors. Okay. So what he says is that when it, when it comes to these loops, what we do is uh, the different parts of them are there is going to be a trigger, a routine, and a reward. Like, so for example, um, playing video games. I, I have a bit of, well, I'm a lot better at it than I used to be. But when I was younger, I certainly had an out-of-control video game addiction. And so for me, what my trigger was is I would get home from school and I would be, you know, really tired. I didn't have a lot of mental energy to to try to do other things. I didn't really have anybody pushing me in those directions or holding me accountable. So what I would do is I would get home and immediately my routine was to run to the refrigerator, grab a snack, you know, go in front of my television because, you know, we only had, you know, uh, console games at that point and, you know, turn on the the game and, and play. And uh, that was my routine. And then my reward is, you know, I'd get high scores. I would clear new levels and, you know, it was very, very enjoyable. Um, and he says we have to do the same thing with our habits. So I, I actually this is something that's practical because for me, when I read these books, if I guess I'm similar to how the Greeks approach, uh, the ancient Greeks approached philosophy, that they didn't see it as a theoretical intellectual pursuit for the sake, quote unquote, of knowledge. They believed this was something that was directly applicable to your lives. So for me, this is what I've, I've tried to do with this book is recently um, I got this app on my phone that allows me to record points. It's like a like a bean counter. And so what I do is I say, okay, well, there's a few things that I want to do with my life now that, um, you know, just to kind of make myself some small changes to make myself a bit more productive throughout the day. So things like remembering to charge my phone before I go to sleep or remembering to do 10 push-ups when I wake up from bed or, um, you know, a dozen things. So what I've started doing is I started giving myself little points every time I remember to do something. 
and I use a checklist app on on my phone and Zahardi's uh, really encourages people to do something similar. So what I'm doing is I'm taking my my video game addiction um, and I'm just kind of transferring it into my life. Like, okay, I score some points for doing this. I score some points for doing that. Uh, what do I do with my points? Oh, different things. Um, I really like to play board games. Sometimes I'll buy myself a new board game. Um, sometimes if there's like like uh, some takeout food places that I really like, I'll just use my points to buy those. Um, sometimes what I'll do is I'll just reward myself and I'll buy like a movie off of Amazon. And so basically all of the things that I really enjoy doing, um, that I'm motivated to do, and these are small things. I mean, I'm not going to you know, buy a car or, you know, something really expensive. It would take me a lifetime to accumulate that many points. So these are just more of like very small things that actually make me really happy. And like when I'm done with this podcast, for example, I'm going to give myself a few points um, for doing that. So so that's how I'm trying to use this this way of creating habits through the trigger routine reward um, aspect. But on a deeper psychological level, I think we have to ask ourselves, why do we want to create a new habit? I mean, if you if you have an aversion to doing the things that you want to do, then I think there's there's a need to evaluate what your what your deeper psychology is. Like for example, I know a lot of people who talk about losing weight and they say that you're not unhappy because you're overweight. <laughs> um, you've become overweight because you're unhappy, okay? And so once you begin to reconnect with the things that make you happy, um, not the things that other people think should make you happy, then you'll be more you'll be more willing to make those lifestyle changes in your life. And I actually do agree with that to some degree. And it took me a long time, actually, in my life to become less focused on... I don't want to say... It became less focused on what I thought other people wanted out of me or or what I thought I wanted out of myself and just to kind of more embrace just the small things in life that that I do get joy from. You don't really need to, I, th- I think one of the, the people who um, had a very, very firm handle on, on inner peace and understanding and happiness was an ancient um, Japanese Zen monk uh, named Dojin. And to my knowledge, I don't think he ever really, or rarely left his own village. <laughs> and he wrote extensively on you know, increasing your own understanding, balance, and happiness. So, so that's what I've had to remind myself of is that, yes, there is reward in accomplishment, and yes, there are some small things in my life that I want to improve, and I think that creating these mini habits is probably the only way that I'm ever going to accomplish them, but what's important to understand is if you are somebody who is trying to compete at a very high level, in sports, in art, in business. Um, Zahardis might disagree with me, so I'm sorry, but I don't think that small habits are, are going to get you where you need to go. That's just going to take, in my opinion, complete dedication.
one of my guilty pleasures, <laughs> I feel even embarrassed saying this sometimes, is I really enjoy watching cage fighting, okay, specifically the UFC. And a lot of the fighters, uh, I, I've always, I love listening to the fighters talk afterwards. Um, I'm just really, because I know how much dedication that these people put into their craft. I mean, it's not a nine to five kind of job. It's something that they have to live 24 hours a day when it comes to their eating habits, their sleeping habits, their relationships with their coaches, when they train, how they train, how they recover, how they deal with injuries. I mean, it's, it is literally endless. It is a 24 hour a day, seven day a week job. And I, one of the things that the fighters talk about is when, and I've, I've heard many fighters say this, when they're interviewed and they say, well, at what point do you feel like you really made that jump to get to the higher level of, of competition? And most of the time what they say is, well, when I started, when I was finally able, I, when I had enough money where I could train full time, I didn't have to work a part-time job, I didn't have to do this, I didn't have to do that. Um, once I could fully dedicate myself to this, that's when I started to see the huge gains in um, in my outcomes. And, and that's the whole issue here, is that the problem is, is that when you are not fully 100% dedicated to something, um, at some point in time, you're going to have to compete against somebody who is dedicated and is all in and invested on that level. So, um, yes, I think for people like me who are trying to do some things that I don't think are earth shattering or are going to be huge game changers in my life, I want to read more, I want to exercise more, I want to um, procrastinate less with getting things done, I think small habits is probably, in my opinion, is probably the only way to go, honestly. It's just creating those new habits in your life starting out very small, triggering your brain with with rewards from accomplishments and until they finally just become part of your everyday routine. If you are trying to do something on a much more grand scale with your life, I'm not sure that this is going to be how you want to be thinking about things. Um, the last thing I'm going to talk about, and I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up here, is... One of the things that Zahardi says that I'm, I'm definitely going to be incorporating into my life is this whole idea about, and he says, give yourself a limited time to make a decision, especially if it's not a hugely consequential decision. And this is something that I have a huge issue with. Um, I don't know, maybe I'm the only person out there, but for example, Amazon will send me a $3 book credit to buy an ebook. And I will take two hours to decide which book it is that I want to use my credit on. So, I mean, <laughs> something that literally should have taken me 30 seconds to do um, wound up taking me a couple hours. I could have been using that time to do something else. Uh, but instead, you know, I'm, I'm too concerned. And then part of this is my own personality. But I'm just too concerned I'm going to make a bad decision. So, I, I keep going over things and reevaluating. And what Zahardi says is just... Give yourself a limited amount of time and then make a decision and live with your decision. There have been very few times, I think, where I've made 
a really quick decision about something fairly inconsequential in my life, and I really, really regretted it. Like, oh, I bought um, this detergent instead of that detergent, and I was so upset and angry. I mean, it, it, it just doesn't happen. I went there for takeout instead of there for takeout, and 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 God, did I hate the food. I mean, I yeah, I guess sometimes, but but usually it doesn't. And when you start factoring in the amount of time you're putting in to these decisions, it's just not worth it. So that's that's another aspect of small habits that I'm going to start practicing is just giving myself a limited amount of time to just make a decision, especially if it's if it's inconsequential. And I I happen to have I happen to have friends who are pretty indecisive people, so we can and I'm and I can be indecisive also. So we can sit around forever contemplating something as silly as uh you know, what movie are we going to watch? Or um you know, what what game are we going to play tonight? <laughs> it's just yeah, it can go on for a while. So that's that's something else I'm going to work on. Anyway, um, this is probably my fifth or sixth book I've now read by Zahardis. He's definitely my productivity guru. Um, if you like people who write in a very clear, concise, practical way, uh, his books are not very long. They're they're very sharp and to the point. Um, definitely, definitely pick up some of Zahardi's book and give them a try. And if you are a believer like myself that the only way to start new habits and routines in your life with any sort of, I guess, with a good high probability of a success rate, then I think you would love the book um, Small Habits Revolution by Damon Zahardis. Okay, well, that's all for now. I'm going to go ahead and let you guys go. Thank you again so much for joining me. I really do appreciate it. Uh, as I said before, if anybody, if, you, if you're listening to this, uh, whatever platform you're listening on, whether it's Stitcher or Podbean or Amazon Podcasts or Apple Music, if you could give me a nice uh, rating and review, I'd really appreciate it. It's just very validating for me to know that other people enjoy what I'm trying to do and um, it motivates me to want to continue to keep on doing this. Okay, well, that's all for now, and until next time, happy reading.